What's up, everyone? It's me, your host, Robbie Williams, here with another episode of Open Book, where I discuss various topics with you. In this episode, we will be talking about mental breakdowns. Yes, everyone, mental breakdowns and the struggle with them and how to overcome them or, you know, things you can do to overcome them. But, um, yeah, so that's our episode for this topic and we're going to get started. All right. Anyways, um, first off, let me share with you, um, my struggles with um, mental breakdowns. So I've actually had a few mental breakdowns and, um, I still struggle with it to even today. Um, as much as I've changed and I've grown from, you know, past experiences and things I've been through, I am still struggling with it. It's still something that I struggle with on a, uh, not a daily basis because I have my good days, but I have my moments where, you know, I feel myself slipping back into that whole feeling of depression and anxiety and um, strain. So um, I do fight to get back to where um, I feel stable again and I feel okay. Um, some experiences I've had with mental breakdowns have been, you know, in the past where I didn't know how to control them and I didn't know what to do to deal with them or how to deal with them. So they kind of took the best of me. Um, well, I don't want to say that they didn't take the best of me because, you know, the best is yet to come. <laughs> um, but they did take some out of me. Something. Um, you know, it was to a point where I was suicidal. And I was cutting myself. And I struggled with the pain of... The mental pain and the mental anguish I was going through. And physical pain just felt so much better than dealing with the emotional pain. Because at least the physical pain could heal. And I think that's what it was. Was the aspect of healing. Seeing the healing. Going through the healing of the physical pain. That it made me not want to deal with the healing of the emotional or mental pain. Um, so I did struggle with that, you know, in, in my earlier years. Um, and, uh, it took me a while, long time to actually, you know, start to learn how to better myself and to, um, progress and grow. Um, I was one of those people who was mad at the world and, I just wanted to fight, fight. I wanted to fight everybody. I looked for any reason to argue, to, you know, talk crap, to be just an overall jackass. And, I mean, if you talk to some people, 
um, who I knew back then, they would tell you, I, you know, I was a little crazy. Um, I wasn't exactly, um, showing a stable mentality at that time. Um, however, I did grow and I did learn and, you know, I overcame a lot of struggles that I was dealing with, that I was holding on to a lot of stuff. Um, it caused me, the stuff I was holding on to caused me to, to be that way. So I dealt with depression, you know, I was depressed for a while. I, um, I was, um, I had, I had social anxiety, like crazy. Like I could, I hated being around, um, people just in general. Uh, I couldn't be around a crowd of people. It was, it was too much for me. Just like the noise and the, the movement and everything, it was just too much. And it caused me to like, not to kind of seclude myself from those situations. Um, I am also happy at where I'm at now because I'm not that same person anymore. So it, in ways I've grown a lot more and I'm a lot more stable than I used to be. But here's the difference. I'm able to catch myself and when I'm feeling that way, starting to feel that way again, and I analyze the situation. I, even though people think I'm crazy, you know, and I probably am, but, <laughs> you know, I don't care what people think. So it, I take the time to where I take myself away from the situation or, you know, whatever is causing the depression or the, the, the feelings of the depression and the feelings of the, um, anxiety to come back. What's causing it? I, t I talk to myself and I ask myself questions, you know, why do you feel this way? What is it that's causing you to react that way? Why is this getting to you? What is it about this situation that is making you feel the way you used to feel? It's very, very, um, in-depth questions that I ask myself, you know, um, besides the ones that I mentioned. Um, and I try to analyze the situation and think to myself, like, okay, why am I feeling that way? What is the cause? What is, what is the root cause of me feeling this way? You know, how can I turn it around? What is it that I can do to turn the situation or these feelings around and be more open to a positive way or a positive way of thinking. And when I think about it, I, I, I ask, I tell myself, you know, I have a lot on my plate. I'm not doing as well as I, as I thought I, I would be physically, you know, it's bothering me that 
this is happening or I can't do this because of this, uh, you know, and it's like, I, I look at those answers and I flip them. I, I basically talk myself into flipping them and I turn them into positive. Okay, so I'm not like that. I'm not where I'm at physically and where I want to be, but why? And I think to myself, the reasons why. And I, I list them and it's like, okay, eating habits, eating times, different situations, you know. So how can I turn those situations into, or those answers into a positive way? Okay, so the habits that I'm doing are what's causing my, uh, my feelings to come back because it's causing me to not get where I want to be. But I'm not pushing myself hard enough to be there. So I need it. I need to change it. And it's basically change, changing the habit. Um, I do want to share with you something that I read. And this is from um, healthdirect.gov. It says, a nervous breakdown, also known as a mental health crisis or mental breakdown, describes a period of intense mental distress. A person having a nervous breakdown is temporarily not able to function in their everyday life. If what I just read describes anybody or any situation, my advice to you would be to either for one, get help, you know, suck up, suck up your pride because a lot of us, that's the reason why we don't get help is because we feel like a failure and we feel um, like odd because we're asking for help from somebody. But in reality, being able to ask for help and seeing somebody ask for help that would never ask for help is the most strongest thing somebody can do. And it takes a lot of courage to do it. Um, but it that is basically, you know, stuff that that people go through, whether they admit it or not, in some way, some form or another, someone has dealt with mental mental stress, mental breakdowns, you know, anxiety breakdowns from anxiety, they've dealt with it. Somebody has dealt with it. And it's, it's something that all Americans, everybody around the world deals with on, you know, all the time. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing. Um, in fact, if you're able to talk about it and you're able to learn from it and, you know, grow from it, and be able to help somebody, help somebody else and, and in their journey. And, you know, maybe they're not going down the same route you are, but if they hear your story and they understand your, your, um, your point of view, maybe it'll help them. You know, you never know, but it takes the courage. 
in, within someone to, to actually talk about it. Um, I have been blessed to have interviewed people who have had the courage to talk about their situations and my hat goes off to them. You know, Inez, uh, Jackie, um, I completely, completely, hands down to you guys, kudos to you for having the courage to speak freely on your situations and your struggles and put yourself out there for other people to hear, you know, it's amazing. Um, another thing I came across was, um, how to overcome a mental breakdown, um, things you can do. And this is brought, brought by, um, Bridgestone Recovery, Bridgestone Sorry, sorry about that. Bridgestone Recovery Um, one, socialize more with friends and family. That one, that one's a good one. Um, but sometimes it is friends or family that <laughs> causes us to do breakdowns or go through those breakdowns. So, that doesn't necessarily, you know, go for everybody. But there's always somebody to talk to. There's always somebody to talk to. And somebody who's always willing to listen. You just got to find that person. Whether it be somebody professional or somebody you trust. Um, or both. Two. Get more physical exercise. A great way to reduce stress. Now, I can vouch for that 100% because when I get stressed out or I need to get away or something is on my mind, I go and I work out and I exercise and I lose myself in my exercise, in my workout, and I'm 100% in the zone and nothing else matters. So I lose, you know, the stress the anxiety, everything. I come, I am oh, so much more pleasant and happier when I leave the the gym than when I went in, you know? So I can vouch for that 100%. Um, three, practice relaxation techniques like meditation, journaling, and breathing exercises. That's another one I can vouch for. Um, I haven't journaled in a long time, and honestly, I think journaling is one of the best, best things you can do because you can write it down and get it out of your head, and, you know, and it's still there, but it's not on your mind. Um, I just haven't done it in a while because I've, you know, have a lot going on. Um, maybe I actually need to start doing it again <laughs> with so much going on. Um, but I, I do try to meditate as much as possible and it is, you know, um, one of those situations where, um, where I don't get a lot of time to do it because I'm so busy. Um, but when I do have time to do it, I indulge in it and I love it and I'm just in a zone, um, I find my peace 
my inner peace and I'm just, you know, listen to the sounds that are around me and I breathe, which is the other one, breathing, you know. I breathe before I go to bed. I breathe in the morning. Um, when I feel anxious out in, in the world, you know, and I'm doing my daily stuff and I feel myself getting anxious, I stop and I breathe. I slow my breathing down. I take deep breaths. I go in and out. You know, it really helps me calm down. And that is 100% true. Like, it helps. It really does. So, if you're hearing this, try it. Um, another thing, number four. Eat a healthy diet. Now, I know a lot of us are busy. We have busy lives, you know, and this can go for a lot of people, a lot of listeners. Our lives are busy, so it's really hard to eat a healthy diet or even incorporate that in your um, busy lifestyle, but there's always a way. It's like my, um, my trainer told me at the gym, there's always a way, um, whether it's you know, if you go out for fast food, you know, are you eating something healthy? Are you eating, you know, if you like the burgers, are you eating it in a healthy way? Like, are you getting all this salty stuff on there? Are you getting fries or are you getting fruit? Or, you know, there's always something healthy to, to, to substitute. And it goes back to, you know, breaking those bad habits and creating new ones. And, that's one thing that you can definitely do to incorporate, you know, a healthy diet is is by, you know, thinking about what it is you have or what it is you're going to substitute for. Like, you can even go to, when you go out to dinner, say you have date night and you're going out to dinner, try and, you know, substitute what they're willing to give you for, you know what else they have like ask them it doesn't hurt to ask it never hurts to ask um I ask all the time I whenever I get a side or they tell me you know you get two sides with this well what do you have and then they'll go down and they'll tell me and I'll give them my suggestion on what I'm looking for and see if we can you know find something that that'll work for me if not you know, hey, um, that's fine. I'll get whatever side there is and, you know, I'll move on. I probably won't eat it. I'll probably take, like, a few bites out of it, you know. But I'll eat what I'm meant to eat. But it's, I always look for the healthier diet, um, the healthier option. Um, number five, get enough sleep every night. Okay, folks, so, um... <laughs> I I can't really stand behind this one because even though everybody tells me I need to sleep more, um, I don't do it. I think I get probably about five to six hours sleep at night, every night. And, you know, on my days off, I'll, you know, my... My doctor did prescribe me some medicine that'll help me sleep and deal with my anxiety. Um, but I take it on my days off because, you know, it's very strong. 
So, um, on my days that I, I, I'm not off, I do, um, only sleep about maybe six, five to six hours, you know, and then like during the day, maybe I'll nap, but if not, then, you know, I'm always on the go. I'm always doing something. I'm always busy. Um, it's, it's just the way I am. My, I'm, I'm, my mind and my, my body are built this way and I just, that's something I'm working on currently, you know. Um, number six, take time to do enjoyable activities. Um, that's always a good one because when you do enjoyable activities, that gets your mind off of everything. Um, I don't do them as much as I should. Uh that's probably another thing I need to work on. <laughs> That's between me and the old dog. Crunk, crunk, crunk. <laughs> um, number seven. Spend time alone if needed. That. That is a very big one. There are some times where I just need to be alone. I cannot handle being around people. I don't want anybody near me. I just want to be by myself and, you know, and having that time to yourself will, will benefit you in the long run because, you know, you start having conversations with yourself. You start doing for yourself. You start, you know, improving yourself or even like the conversations you have with yourself, you are, you get so into it that you end up you know, learning from it, and it, it, it's, it's a good thing, it's a real good thing, um, but those are some, some things you can do to help you get over, um, overcome, uh, a breakdown, if you have one, um, a lot of people don't realize when they're having a breakdown, I think that's what the main thing is nowadays, is like, Nobody can really tell they're having a breakdown until they absolutely lose it. And um, there's ways to not have to get to that point and be able to maintain who you are and, um, and stop yourself from getting to that point. Whether it's, you know, I, I people don't like to hear it. Um, but I say it all the time, like, I give my advice to people who, who I see struggling and who I see going through something. And my advice comes from a place of concern and love and kindness. And I'm trying to do them a favor by telling them. But they're an adult and you can't make anybody do anything. So I give my advice. If they decide to take it, more power to them. You know, kudos to you. If they don't decide to take it and they do the opposite of what you're telling them to do or what you're, you know, you're seeing happen to them, then it's, it's just a road that you need to let them go down on their own. Because 
they're eventually going to get to that place where that mental breakdown is going to get to them. And they're going to hit rock bottom. Just like I did. You have to hit rock bottom in order to see. Open your eyes and see exactly what's happening. Um, I hit rock bottom and I did not like where I'm at. I hit rock bottom where a few times actually. And when I hit rock bottom, I did not, I did not, you know, I was not happy where I was. Um, I was addicted to drugs. I was an alcoholic. I, you know, struggled mentally with mental health. I was all of those things. So all of those things combined, plus I didn't know who I was. I didn't know anything about myself. I only really, I was who everybody else wanted me to be. So I was dealing with all that and and plus all my insecurities and everything growing up and being a teenager, being in my 20s, 30s, you know, it, it, it brought a lot of stuff to light. And it made me realize when I had those breakdowns that what the hell am I doing? What am I really doing? What's going on? Why am I doing this? Um, when it came to the drug addiction, I finally got to the point where I was in a room full of people and, you know, everybody was doing drugs and I just looked around and I was like, I was disgusted with what I was seeing and I was disgusted with myself. And at that point, I finally got up and I said, no more. No more. Now, I I hit rock bottom. No more. And so, I quit. And I've been clean sober for years now. Um, alcoholism. That played a big role in, you know, my physical well-being. Um, it caused me to have a mild uh, seizure. It caused me to have a stroke and um it's one of the reasons what one of the reasons why i am the way i am right now physically and why i am trying to get back at where i was at because i tried quitting i i finally got tired of being the drunk alcoholic person um so i told myself um i had met you know, a wonderful person. Um, I was reverting to emotional things that just caused me to, like, lash out and act a fool. And I was just like, what am I doing? What am I really doing? Like, what is wrong with me? So, you know, once again, I hit rock bottom. But it took being put in that physical um that physical state of not being able to um walk and not being able to um 
to do for myself, where I lost my freedom, I lost my independence, and I was just, you know, I felt like I was useless. Um, but that was another point that brought me to stop the, um, to stop the drinking. And along with that, you know, of course, another thing that I will put this out there, another thing that did, um, that did make me stop too, was the fact that when I was in the hospital from my stroke, my doctor told me either you stop drinking or you die. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I was like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. So, you know, I decided to live. And then that caused me to start bettering myself. Um, because I didn't want to be put in those situations again. Um, but that was another reason why I did quit drinking too. Um, and it was also because I got, I hit rock bottom and I got tired of being there. Um, there's just so many times that I just felt like I hit rock bottom. And I know a lot of people can relate to that because, you know, I'm pretty sure other people have hit rock bottom. And, you know, sometimes that one time doesn't take people like they just look at it as like oh well it happened let's keep on doing what we're doing but you know if you're struggling if you're out there and you're like feeling depressed or having social anxiety or you just can't deal with things anymore or you just feel like you're on the verge of breaking don't, don't let it get to you. Rise up. Be, be strong. Be that, be that person for yourself that you can depend on. Because when you find that, that person that you can depend on within you, you don't need anybody else. And I know a lot of the times mental breakdowns have to deal with, you know, depression. And that also has to do with being alone. Um, loneliness can get to you too, which will cause a depression. And, you know, that's another episode. But, <laughs> um, my main, my main advice on what I want to give, to give you, to give anybody who's listening to this is if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling you're having an any kind of breakdown, whether it be your anxiety, your depression, um, your emotions, whatever the situation is, whatever breakdown you're having, get help. There is help out there. And you don't have to have insurance. You don't have to um, have a lot of money to get a psychiatrist. There's ways of getting out there and getting help. You just need to find them. If you're really determined to change and you're really determined to be that person you're meant to be, 
then get help. On that note, it's been fun talking to you. Another episode of Open Book. Um, I'll be back again soon, guys. Um, I'll be doing another episode. I'm going to try to do a lot more. Um, maybe I'll have a few more guests that, you know, we can talk to about their, you know, situations or even guest appearances. Um, just different things, you know, I want people to take away from this. And main thing is get help. Definitely get out there and get help. Um, and like I said, you know, maybe one day we'll be, we'll be able to talk about, or you can even come on the show and talk to me about, you know, something that, you know, you, you're going through or something you want me to discuss, or you don't even have to come on the show. If you send me an email at open.book.mmap at gmail.com. I will, I will read it. I'll read your, your, your story and, you know, and we'll talk about it. Um, also too, I might have another appearance by, you know, the one and only suddenly Steven, who, if you heard him on my last episode, um, he was helping me out. You know, we had some discussions about, you know, limits and stuff. Um, hit him up. He's on all um, podcast platforms. Suddenly, Steven. Just look for him out there. He's amazing to listen to. On that note, it's been fun, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.